Welcome to day five of the isolation station on the farm. We missed a day yesterday because... I don't know. I think I was feeling a bit flat yesterday. So everyone was tired. So we didn't record. But here we are, day five. I'm Rachel McBride. I'm Georgina McBride. I'm William McBride. I'm Angus. You're Angus? Are you Angus McBride? Yeah. Oh, good. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> We're the McBride family and we are podcasting from our farm in rural Northumberland. So, hey, catch us up on what's been happening. Farmer McBride, what you had going on? Um, so, what have we had? Pigeon scarers. Uh, so yesterday we finished um, the aforementioned pigeon scarers uh, because... What I sort of hadn't taken into consideration was that all my elected pigeon shooters who regularly troop about the farm shooting the vermin for me um, aren't going to be able to come anymore. So we had to go and make some more scarers to put in the Aussie grape crops to stop the pigeons. Usually the would maybe put three scarers in the field. I think now we're up to about 15 scarers a field. Um, so that was, a, that was a job yesterday. Do you reckon um, the pigeons are like really scared now? Um, well, we, William and I nearly got right up to a group of about 10 rogues yesterday. I don't think they gave them monkeys. Were they shaking in their boots? No, I don't care. Oh. So would you say that your pigeon scarers aren't really effective? Well, or? we'll put a pigeon, pigeon, pigeon scarer right in where they were hanging out. Under the tree. What were they doing there, William? Having like a bit of crack with each other? Yeah. Having takeaway on my crops. Exactly. That's what they were doing. How rude. So yes, yeah, so I've got a gas banger going now and some and some scarers and I went to check today. Quick update, no pigeon action at all. Yes. Few crows, a uh, couple of pheasants, but no pigeons. So that's ideal. Um, the new sort of scourge on the farm is the um, the I will ramble anywhere uh, townie. <laughs> who seems to think that they can do their uh, their hour of exercise or whatever that Boris has said to them. Um, they can just now go anywhere on the farm. So I've had a couple of run-ins with some walkers the last couple of days, tell them to go away um, and take themselves back home. Uh, one guy was, was a bit miffed by this and the other guy just apologised and disappeared back to the footpath. Um, so... That's um, that's something I'm going to have to watch out for. I'm going to start closing gates and things a bit more often just to try and keep folk away. Um, it's people that I've never seen before. I've been here all my life and, and just kind of recognise the regular walkers. And I don't really mind if they come and do their regular walk. It's just these these sudden incomers are just appearing from everywhere who don't know the footpaths or, or in amongst the fields. And then all of a sudden they're right up to your garden where the, where the kids might be playing or whatever. So, yeah, it's a bit annoying. Um, You're short on patience. They might have found like a newfound <laughs> love for exercise. That, that might be one of the upsides of coronavirus. And, and Sodom, your, I say. Oh, you're thwarting <laughs> their efforts. Mm. Well, you I'm s- not thwarting their efforts. I've, told, I've said they can stick to the footpaths. Oh, right, okay. You're such a grump. Do you think Daddy's a grump? <laughs> no. He can be. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. So last I night I did, my, um, I did my first trip for the family shop. Which was uh, which was a real eye opener. I went down to um, to Ash, uh, to Little in Ashington, and um, had to wait outside five meters apart from the other late night dudes that were there, and uh, it was weird. 
So they were only letting five in at a time, got in the shop. I felt like I was on a timer. Um, and it was strange. There was nobody, just nobody in the aisles, nobody in the shops. I really felt like I was in there to catch coronavirus. It was Did quite it scary. Did you of um, a zombie movie? Because I haven't been out, so I don't know. Pretty barren, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, I did a bit, but I managed to get a full a full weekly shop. Um, there was no lobster thermidor. They were, they were a bit short of monkfish. Um, got a, I managed to pick up a couple of sea bream. Um, and uh, other than that, you know, we, we, were, we were all right. We were all right. Got a couple of bottles of Moe. Apart from that, you know, I think we'll survive. Oh, um, I wish. But yeah, it was uh, it was a strange experience. Um, and the only other thing to report, which is slightly different than normal, was I went to the local grain store today to pick up with some with with the kids to pick up the some. The kids in the car that said the kids weren't running yeah. around. Yeah. So that was a bit different than normal. Normal, I would just phone my or- my order in, and a couple of days later they'd phone back and say, um, "Come and get your rolled barley." And I'd just rock up and say hello and get it. Like now I had to phone and say, right, I'm going to be arriving in 10 minutes. They said, right, come up when you get here, come onto the way bridge, get weighed in, don't get out your vehicle. We'll point you where to go. Then they pointed me to a to a parking bay. I went over there, then they loaded me. And there was um, a guy that looked a bit like Logan Paul. Yeah. There was, Who's it, Logan Paul? It was like Lo- Logan Paul. Oh, YouTuber. Um, man. Logan Paul man. He loaded us up. He just, with just hand signals and thumbs ups. Um, then we went back on the way bridge. And there was a ticket uh, handed to me through the win- through the window, and we drove off. It How was, come it was they all handed quite you strange. the ticket through the window though? Is that not like touching? Well, stuff? I had to have the t- I had to have the ticket, so I don't know. I think they should amend that and put the ticket in with your delivery, and then you can leave it with the delivery for a bit. Like you can't do that because you get your grade and then you have to go. Yeah, well, we didn't actually t- we didn't actually t- we didn't actually get close to each other by the window. I meant she she put it through the window of the. Um, the hatch, they have a hatch there that you drive up to, and then I got out of my vehicle, picked it off the hatch, and put it into my pocket. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, so, she wasn't like up close no, and no. personal in your grill at your window. No, no, I, I have had a bit of up close and personal today with um, with uh, uh, an oil delivery guy. He was delivering some some cherry diesel to the farm, and he, um, he had a Newcastle United jacket on, and he decided he was a Sunderland man, Hartlepool or Sunderland, one of the lesser clubs in the north of England. He, he decided that um, he would come right up close and poke me in the chest and say, Ooh, who's this? Referring to the Newcastle United badge. And I backed off really quickly and thought, mm, this guy hasn't really got it. And there's been a few of them about. I've, I've done a lot of um, backpedalling as people have approached me in the last couple of days. It's uh, strange, isn't it, how some people times. are really conscious of being close and observing the two-metre rule and don't want to be near you and are really respectful... And then other people are just, I don't in know. In your face! Right in your face, William, right in your face. Yeah. So, mm. so after, after, all, after all these tasks, we then, um, I mean, the kids went down to the woods, which is part of the farm, um, and we had a look for some suitable areas to make some sort of woodland base. William, what are you going to do in your woodland base then? Just have fun. Have fun. Doing what? Run around yeah. in my ghillie suit. <gasps> Tell everyone about your new ghillie suit that arrived today. What the heck is a ghillie suit? I didn't even know till you told me about it. Just basically a suit full of leaves and stuff and you just run around and look like the undergrowth. 
it's really camouflaged, isn't it? You look so funny in it. It's quite cool, though. So you're going to wear your ghillie suit to go down to your new base in? Yeah, probably. What about you, George? What are you going to do at the base? I'll probably just do whatever William wants to do, hide and seek, have some fun with his ghillie suit. Yeah. You were videoing him in his ghillie suit mm. earlier. Which he, and he dubbed himself Ghillie Suit Joe. Ghillie Suit Joe. What was the song that went with Ghillie Suit Joe? There was no song. You were shouting something. Gilly Joe, Gilly Gilly Joe is what he was screaming. Oh. <laughs> the good thing about the base is that we can see it from the kitchen window, probably. Or well, certainly when we've got the binoculars out, we'll be able to see them, so that's quite good. Yeah, well, you're, you two are so fortunate because you can actually get away into a bit of your own space where a lot of kids right now can't do that and I think that's really sad for them because like loads of kids just would love to be running around right now and you get to do it where other people don't but I don't know what else happened today we are well I am really into Joe Wicks's PE that is the highlight of my day most days everyone's shaking their head at me but I think Joe Wicks is great he's a breath of fresh air his workout was hard today, though. He was testing us. Me and you. Joe Wicks is absolutely fine. We're fine with Joe Wicks. He is a cool dude. You just obsess about him, and that makes us shake our heads. That's um, a problem. A bit sad. Anyway, yes. we did that. Like, he's the highlight of my day. When you're here with your husband and your children, you're like, oh, Joe Wicks was the highlight of my day. Mm, I think he's probably the highlight of a lot of mum's days, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> after that, after Joe... Me and William went for a couple and of miles. Well, Georgie was on a bike. Me and William were running. We went for a couple of miles. Bet up. Run. What's that? Bet up. Bet. Oh, yeah. So, William has a problem with. What is your problem, William? I don't want to say. Okay. Jogger's nipple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bit, bit of rubbing. So, it was so warm today that in the end, he just took his top off. He was in a Newcastle United top. Basically, I get nipple rub. Yeah. And he just ran. In his shorts, which is fine because it was lovely and warm. And that was really nice to do. We saw a few other people but kept our distance. So we did a loop back to the farm, um, came back and then I baked a, what did I bake? Banana tea loaf this morning while the kids were doing their um, thing. Yeah, they're learning. And um, we spoke to a couple of friends on FaceTime and then um, I designed something. Angus took over while I went back to work. I am in the middle of writing a lot of copy for a coronavirus. Oh, my God, William. Why are you being so mean? Guys, let's get on. Poor mummy. I'm just being poor for myself. Um, A coronavirus um, hub of information for one of my clients who's pulling together loads and loads of legal information. Um, So I was very busy doing that. Um, and still have more of that to do this evening. But yeah, generally speaking, I'd say because the sun was shining, we did some good exercise this morning. There's quite a lot of variety in the day. We coped, we had a good day today. We coped, we coped really well today. But not every day is like that. Some days will be up, some days will be down. It'll be the same for everyone. But um, I think we're coping really well. But I think we're really lucky where we live. I'm very feel very privileged to be here. Anyway, I think we should wrap up. We're going to call um, Auntie Charlotte um, and find out how your cousin, your little cousin, your four-month-old cousin's doing. Um, and we will be back tomorrow or the next day, shortly anyway, with an update from the isolation station here at the farm. But take care, everybody. Stay safe and we'll be back soon. Have a nice time, everybody.
Bye, everyone. Bye. Cheerio.